Welcome to the KHOW Podcast. You've joined a community who focuses on following the word, living the word, and doing the word. We hope you enjoy these messages. Family, I want to I wanna just talk to you guys today. I'm, 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 I'm grateful and honored to be able to be here to talk to you all. And so um, I had actually put some scriptures that I intend on covering today in the chat. And so, um, as I stated, um, just the thing that, that God has been really speaking to me about, and, and, and I've had this sense of, of, you know, this as a general has been this place in this state of rest. And I think in one way or, or another, man, we are all finding ourselves needing to be able to rest. And so I just want to talk about these things a little bit with you all. And so if you guys can just go with me to Matthew 21, I'm going to read it. I'm actually going to hit it pretty quickly. Um, But I want us to just look at ourselves, not look at ourselves in this particular circumstance, a story where Jesus is talking about what he's called to do. And he did this on a number of occasions. I'm, I'm going to say this. He, he talked about this um, multiple times over and over again. And so in Matthew 16, 21, he says, from the time Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to continue. I just want to make a point that Jesus provided what he was here and called to do. And so in the next chapter of Matthew 17, verses 22 and 23, it says, now while they were staying in Galilee, Jesus said to them, the son of man is about to be portrayed in the hands of men. They will kill him. And the third day he will be raised up there were exceedingly sorrowful. In both of these instances, he's talking to the disciples. In one instance, the first instance that I just, you know, stated in 16, he's talking to the disciples and one of his disciples was like, no, 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 far be that from you. And then in the second instance, he talked about it after he corrected one. I, it looks like the second time he said it, he was like, well, I, don't, I ain't gonna say nothing this time because he didn't, he, this max I'm not the first time, so I ain't gonna say that. But he provided them with information about what he knew he was supposed to do. And one of the things that I really want to kind of bring about within this scenario where we can find ourselves is that God has actually spoke some things to us. He has given us a vision about it. And I will say in one way or another, as we are pursuing and moving into that space or, or, or moving in the things he's called us, it can be very, very challenging because of what it will take to get there. It can be challenging because you see where God is, is desiring to take you, but you also can reflect on where you are right now and say, "What? It, it, this is a struggle for me. We all just came out of doing an assignment with 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 exercising or being accountable to 
examining where we are in our maturity and 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 all of us came out of this saying man i know i need to mature in this that is something that and what jesus knew he had to do we all know it was a struggle for him we all know it was it presented its own challenges and the point i'm making even here in this space is that even the things that you are called to do it has its own challenges whether it's continuing to walk in love, Julie, whether it's continuing to press Miss Clarinda, despite how tough it may be in this space, whether it's continuing to trust and lean on the Lord, Miss Clarinda, with your heart and your mind and your all of your, I mean, Mama J, with your heart and your mind, with your very being and loss. Same for you, Miss J.D. Whether it's God is calling me to clean house, which means realistically, I hadn't been focusing on my home like he called me to, but he's he's pressing on me to spend time in the very thing that many times we really don't want to do. A lot of times when God gives us a vision, we would love to just jump there. But the reality is, is that, man, even the just even just sometimes having the, the insight of where you're going and the reality of where you are, it can be stressful because you know you got a lot of work to do to get there. You know I'm gonna have to give up some things to get there. You know I'm gonna have to die in some ways to get there. You know God is saying, come to the end of yourself to get there. You know there's gonna be a day, like E.B. Sue said, that you're gonna have to choose in the in the heart of it. I'm gonna have to choose to stay in my right mind. You know. But there's a constant battle back and forth. And I believe that that battle that we 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 potentially do that 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 happens in a back and forth time or, or space for us brings us to its own level of fatigue all by itself. A mental battle, I believe, honestly, guys, right now is probably as equal, if not worse, than the physical battle. One of the aspects I'm gonna say, I'm gonna speak for myself. The mental was definitely harder for me because physically, I I, I kind of know what it's going to take to do it. And for me, growing up as an athlete, like I, I'm, I was locked in. I'm focused, but it's the mental part for me to even just get there. And honestly, once I go through so much of this mental exercises <laughs> for some. <laughs> Or mental struggles for others or, or, or mental fights and, and, and all of that. I quit before I even start. Or I push it off another day before I begin. And so I really want to bring to us what God really set as a command, but he set it as a command for us. And one of the commands that he stated was this area of rest. Not a many times when we can be in, you know, um, I'll use the merge for an example. 
for some of us that were at the merge, we all may have gotten a word and, and, the, and then part of that word was rest. One of the things that we constantly hear is actually something God commanded us to do. And so I would like us to go to Exodus chapter 20. I'm going to turn my Bible. For those of you all that are a lot more skillful with the uh, with the phone, all you got to do is press a couple things. You cheating and stuff like that. Y'all don't even know. Let me tell you, anybody, everybody got Bibles? Everybody? I got some old things on here. Praise God for y'all. I love y'all. Um, Exodus chapter 20, and, and I'm going to say that this is actually not the first time this was spoken, and this certainly wasn't the last time it was spoken, but it is something that I'm going to read, and I'm going to keep reading because I really want us to take in what God is really saying. And so Exodus chapter 20, verses 8, it says, remember the Sabbath keep it holy six days you shall labor and do all of your work but the seventh day is the sabbath of the lord your god in it you shall do no work you nor your son nor your daughter nor nor your male servant nor your female servant nor your cattle nor your stranger who was within your gates for in six days the lord made the heavens and the earth the sea and all that is in them and rested the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath and hallowed it. Go with me over three chapters. I'm going to read these things back to back. Chapter 23, verse 10. The Lord is talking about Sabbath. He says, six years you shall sow your land and gather in its produce. But the seventh year, you shall let it rest and lie follow that the poor of your people may eat of it. And what they leave, the beast of the field may eat. In like manner, you shall do with your vine, with your vineyard, and your olive grove. Six days you shall work, or six days you shall do work. And on the seventh day, you shall rest, that your ox and your donkey may rest. The son of your female servant and strangers may be refreshed. Go with me over to Exodus 31, verses 12. 12 through 17. It says, And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak also to the children of Israel, saying, surely my Sabbaths you shall keep, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations that you may know that I am the Lord who sanctifies you. You shall keep the Sabbaths. Therefore, it is holy to you. 
everyone who profanes it shall surely be put to death. But whoever does any work on it, that person shall be cut off from among his people. Work shall be done in six days, but the seventh is the Sabbath for rest, holy to the Lord. Whoever does any work on the Sabbath day, he shall surely be put to death. Therefore, the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath to observe it throughout their generations as a perpetual covenant. It is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever. And in six days, the Lord made the heavens and the earth. And on the seventh day, he rested and was refreshed. Please go to, with me to Exodus 35. Exodus 35, verses 1. It says, Then Moses gathered all the congregations of the children of Israel together and said to them, These are the words which the Lord has commanded you to do. Work shall be done for six days, but in the seventh day shall be a holy day for you, a Sabbath of rest to the Lord. Whoever does any work on it shall be put to death. You shall kindle no fire throughout your dwellings on the Sabbath day. I'm going to say this. I'm done reading here. And I'm going to say this. The Lord continues. We're in Exodus. The Lord continues to speak throughout Exodus. He goes into Deuteronomy. He goes into Numbers. And he continues to say the same thing over and over again. And the very thing he commanded them to do, us to do, is actually the very thing we don't do. Yet, it's the very thing we need. And so, these aspects of resting, what does that look like? For some of us, there is two components to it, but they both apply. I don't know if anybody's ever gotten a word and was like, you need to rest for the Lord is going to do it for you. And you're conflicted because you're like, well, if I rest, how the Lord going to do this for me? The conflict is comes because in your mind, you're like, I don't know how that's going to happen. Because also in the word of God, it says, faith of our works is dead. So if I'm believing and trusting, he's going to do it for me, but I don't do nothing about it. Then I need to do something in order to make this thing come to pass. So there's a conflict sometimes within us because we don't really know whether we ought to rest by doing nothing or rest while doing something. And the reality is, is that I want you guys to understand why number one word of God is so important because you need to know it and read it to know what it is and how it applies. Let me say this again, over and over and over again, God actually called us to a day of rest. So let that answer the question. What rest looks like for you all, I, I will say and encourage you in this, for you to lean on the word of God, rely on the word of God, read the word of God, allow the word of God to be ministered to you about what rest looks like, but understand God called for a day of rest. So if we're looking at these things and we're saying, I know God called me to do so. He, this is my assignment and I'm moving in that, but you don't take time to honor God. 
hear me, the very things that we do, we try to do or try to figure out, we haven't really figured it out because we keep running or our mind, we won't shut down. It's because we neglect to do what he commanded us to do. So henceforth, we actually are working harder. Many times I will say on Ryan's account, many times I end up when I'm doing that, I'm actually trying to figure out how to do even more because I got to do this too. And I end up making decisions to do something that I end up saying that was the bad decision. Why? Because I know God called me to rest. Why? I know God called me to spend time with them. That is something that we should be doing a most definitely on uh, on a daily basis, but there is something that God has formed and fashioned with us and for us to receive in a day of rest. Hear me, a day, a day of rest. And not only is it something that you can rest in your mind, but it will allow you to, to be able to rest physically as well. Rest is important both physically and mentally. And so I stated earlier, for some of us that are challenged with even doing something because our mind, we are at a state of unrest, even in our mental, it stops us from even being able to physically do a thing. That mental space and that mental unrest just tires us out. But please understand the day of rest is for you to mentally rest for you to physically rest so that you will be refreshed. Here's the reality of it though. We're in a different time, we're in a different culture, we're in a different and we grew up just doing things a certain way. And so rest is so foreign to us or can be so foreign to us. We don't even know how to do it. We don't even know that in the word of God, when he told them to rest, he told them to give up. Uh, he said, for six years, you shall till to the land and you will reap the harvest. But in the seventh year, leave it alone. What he was saying was, was I was going to supply for you even in that seventh year. What that was going to call us to do was something that we're not used to doing fully and wholeheartedly, and that's trusting him to do it when we're not doing it. The reality is, is that when we know that we're supposed to rest, when we know we're supposed to take time out, we end up struggling with that. And then we end up picking back up and saying, I, I just don't, because I don't trust that he'll be able to do it. There's the other component of this from which is also being able to rest while so what rest is in, in this day that he called us to dedicate to him, which again is a command, but he called us to dedicate to him, it will allow us to actually reflect. Now, I definitely know when I spend time in, in, in rest or I, 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 if I take time to, to just be in a state of rest where I am putting my attention on God and I'm in a place of, uh, of worship with him or I'm in a place of dedication to him and spending time with him through my word or in prayer, that's what God does do. He actually gives me things in that real time and space that I was actually toiling to get in the six days. 
And I believe we have all had encounters with this in one way or the other, but yet that's a struggle for us. But the reality is, is that God, if we were to trust him, he can absolutely do things in our state of, of, of in, our, in our place of obedience uh, uh, to submitting to him. He can do way more for us than we can actually do on our own. And henceforth, when we submit ourselves to doing those things, it is the aspect of when we do that, when we actually do go to do the work, we are actually moving in a space of working from a place of trusting more so than a place of, I hope so. I'm working to just do this or I gotta do it this way. I hope this works out this way. And so we're so bent on trying to get instructions, but yet is desiring to give instructions on the day we submit them. And so if we all were to be just really honest about it, I think that this is an area where in one way or another may have been a challenge for us or is a challenge for us. But I wholeheartedly believe that as we look up abroad and as we look at the things that God has called us to walk into, as we look at the things that God is calling us to mature in, as we look into the things that God is calling us to grow in, I'm telling you this, if you don't learn to rest now, Imagine being there. If you don't learn how to rest now, you will never do it. And henceforth, when you are walking in the things that God has shown you, you will get depleted so fast because it requires absolute another level of all of you. So I'm saying and I'm calling out this thing us to put attention to it now. If it's not something that you do do, it is something that I wholeheartedly suggest you begin to practice, begin to try to put into your daily, begin, I mean, to be, to be able to put into your, your routine. It is something I am really, 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 I, I look at the state of where we are as a body of Christ and we're depleted, we're tired. But it's really, all on our own. These are decisions that we make. And so this is a space for me that I'm saying, man, we, 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 we're going to actually really have to heed to the word of God for what he is saying. And I think that sometimes we miss through the word of God what he's really trying to say or give to us. And what we end up doing is bypassing it, saying, nah, that, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see that happening. I don't see how that can happen. How, how can the Lord tell me to, 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 to sow or, 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 or to, to work for six years and then take a whole year off? I don't know if I can trust that. I, I, I I'm really, I'm really struggling with that. And while I understand what the struggle may be, the reality is, is God's word ain't changing. It's either we're going to accept it or not. But I will say 
And if we don't accept it, we won't yield. We won't yield the harvest. We won't yield the fruit. We won't yield the things that he desires to give unto us. And so I, I, I'm bringing this up and I'm bringing out this call for us to be intentional about resting, not have to receive a word when being prayed for to rest. And then you know it, you do it real quick. I know I need to rest. I know I need to rest. I know I need to rest. And you say, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm, 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 I'm rest. But then we move out of that space because we so unsettled because we're not used to it. And this is why I say this is something that we will have to, some of us, maybe begin to just start practicing. And I believe if we can start practicing this, then we will learn easily or easier how to move while being in a place in a state of rest. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the KHOW podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email us at khowworshipla at gmail.com. That's K-H-O-W-O-R-S-H-I-P-L-A at gmail.com.